Hello, Guerreras and Guerreros. This is Alex. And Laura. And on today's episode, we will be talking about home buying. So buying our first homes, and um, we're hoping to share all our experiences with you to help you on your home buying journey. So with that being said, let's get this show on the road. Okay, so Ale, before we dive in into telling everybody about our home buying trips and experiences that we've had, I wanted to take a small pause and let everybody know that I realized that we haven't been as consistent with our podcast as we were. And that's not because we don't care about you all listeners. We love you all. We still have so much experiences to share and so many tips and tricks. But I have recently been going through a life-changing event that is a very exciting thing. I just can't share just yet what it is with everyone but I'm hoping very soon maybe the next podcast I will the next episode on our podcast I'll be able to share but I can't share just yet but just I know, know. I'm so excited <laughs> and I kind of want to tell them that if they want I, a little hint about it they need to go and listen to our vision board episode that's yes a hint. that's a hint we can give a hint we can for <laughs> sure give a hint and Alan knows of course she's you know close family so I've let her know but not everybody knows. So it's, yeah, so I'll keep it under wraps for now, but for sure, that's a huge, huge tip. If you guys want to go back, listen to our vision board episode, you'll definitely get a huge tip. We're super excited about it, but as excited as we are, there's a lot of planning involved. So I have been like devoting my attention currently at the moment to this, to this big news that I'll be sharing with you guys soon. But that's the reason why we haven't been posting as much as we want to, but we will be, you know, once things get back to normal, we'll be posting like at our usual pace, I would say for the next couple of months, we'll probably be posting like once Once a a month. month. Yes. Yeah, that's what I can commit to with time. Again, we love you all. We still have so much to share. We haven't forgotten. I do apologize that we haven't been consistent, but this life change know is- that this life changing <laughs> is going to give us a lot more content. So be excited and stay tuned. And again, we yeah. have not forgotten about you. So with that, we want to dive in to our new episode about home buying because we hear so many people asking us, you know, well, how was your, your home buying experience? And, and we know, we understand that the market right now is totally different from what it was three years ago when we purchased our second homes and, um, six years ago when I bought my first home. So we totally get it, but we still definitely want to share as much knowledge as we can with you. Um, because we feel that these might be helpful on your journey to buying a brand. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of the things, regardless of the market that we're going to share with you are some of the basic things that we learned. As you all know, like from our first episode, our upbringing, like we came from a very humble beginning. So we definitely had to do a lot of studying and researching on our own when we bought our house. So we would have loved it if somebody like sat us down and was like, hey, this is kind of what you have to do, or these are the things to keep in mind. So we're hoping to be that for you all. And that way you have a little bit more of a background and experience of what the process looks like for buying a new home. It varies 
a lot. It could get overwhelming, but I think if, if you guys have this education, it'll be very helpful. So I think we can go ahead and Yeah, I want to share with them our very first um, big hurdle that my husband and I went through when we purchased our first home six years ago. Now, keep in mind, I was pregnant. We were trying to get into a, a house as quickly as possible. So we just wanted a starter home, something basic where we could just you know, have our first baby in and, and make sure that we were out of, because we were in an apartment, we just wanted to make sure we were in a home where she had plenty of space to grow. So, uh, one mm -hmm. of the big hurdles that we went through was knowing that you have to raise your credit score. Like us coming straight out of college, we had no credit history whatsoever. So mm -hmm. definitely, um, raise your credit score. Um, you can use different applications such as Credit Karma. That was a big one that we used a lot straight out of college. Um, your credit card company will also give you a credit report and um, just make sure that you're um, downloading those apps and checking your credit score. I remember us texting each other like, hey, what is your credit score this week? And then we would <laughs> send each other screenshots like, oh my gosh, it increased. And so that was um, one of our big, big, um, big tips that, that we could give. And again, don't open any new credit. If you're the moment that you know that you're going to want to buy a home, don't open any new credit. Don't take out any car loans or credit cards, anything yeah. like that, because that could jeopardize your opportunity to um, purchase a home. So yeah, that's a great tip. Great, great tip. And also something that I wasn't aware of how much it affected you for, for buying a home and like, a little background, like now I know, but wish I knew then. Um, honestly, my credit score was good. <laughs> For I, I had just made purchases. I had a credit card. Um, I kept paying the the bills on a timely manner, so I had a pretty good credit score. But I don't think I knew why I should keep good credit. So the reason why I now know is because it's kind of how the banks assess if you're a high risk to lend money or a low risk to lend money. So depending on if you have a really good credit score, then that means that like, hey, this person is a good person to lend money because based on their patterns in the past of paying their bills, based on uh, them having credit cards open and them showing that those are paid in a monthly, uh, monthly amount, like they've never missed a payment, it's on time. So it's kind of like, if you want to think about like when you were like in school, it's like you're getting graded based on how good of a borrower you are. So then the loan companies are like, oh, this person has a good credit score. That means that I'm going to feel comfortable lending them money for them to buy this home because they're going to pay it back. But if your score is really low, then they're going to say, ooh, that's a high risk. I will lend them the money, but the interest, so the amount additional that you have to pay for that loan is going to be higher because they're a higher risk. So I remember going in and like someone saying, oh, wow, your interest rate is low, like so low for your house payment. And I was like, they're like, your credit must be really good. And I didn't understand. I didn't make the connection again. You know, I would, we didn't go to school for this. Like we weren't taught this, but it took me like reading and getting educated. And like now there's YouTube, which is like so helpful that people can now go to. It YouTube wasn't as popular when I bought my first home. 
but I did buy a book because I, you guys, you've, you've heard our episodes, like you guys know I'm a bookworm. So one of the first books that I bought was buying your first home. That's exactly what it's called. And I literally studied and it's a super easy read. And I just went like, as I was buying the homes to not overwhelm me, like I didn't sit there and read this whole book. No. Uh, so I wouldn't get overwhelmed just as I was going through the process, I would literally like just turn to that chapter, like, okay, like chapter one, like save money. And I'm like, okay, what does this mean? And then like, you know, there's a section on the credit score and things like that. So it's like, oh, okay. So it's like walking you through so that I can get educated. It was really helpful. And again, that is why the credit score, when people talk about it, that's why it matters. That's the background on it. And then along with your credit score, because um, I said, like I said, my credit score was, was, was good. I didn't know like how important it was until, you know, I went through it, but it was good. So then I didn't have a very, um, like a lot of issues with getting um, a loan, like a big loan out because they knew like, oh, she has a pretty good credit score. Absolutely. And definitely know your budget. So how much are you able to put down? That's a big question that you need to talk and, uh, and mm-hmm. um, discuss, especially if you have a spouse that's purchasing the home with you, um, knowing how much those monthly mortgage payments are. And of course, staying within your budget. Um, if you are looking for your first home, uh, for your first starter home, uh, maybe consider uh, building your dream home. <laughs> I mean, for mm-hmm. us, we built uh, for our first home, but it was again, a very basic one, uh, one story home, just big enough for, for the three of us, because we were, we were having a little girl. So definitely, yeah. um, look into your options. So you have options there. You can build. Yeah, absolutely. By, uh, ready to move in home. Yeah. Especially now, as we said in the very beginning of the episode with like the housing market right now being very hot, which was, which basically means like everybody's trying to buy a house and the sellers are really benefiting from it because there's not a lot of inventory. So a lot of people are like out there, like buying homes, like crazy, and they're competing with so many other people. So especially when the, when the market is so hot, like it is right now, then you may really want to consider a build because then they're like, you just have to go to a construction company that's building homes in a certain area. And there's like less competition because they're building the house for you versus you moving into another house that's already built. But of course, with that, you have to keep in mind, like, how long is it going to take to be built and things like that. But I will say another thing about like knowing your budget. And this is kind of what my sister said too, about like, knowing what you want from your house. And maybe it's just knowing that that's your starter home. I think that's one of the biggest tips I can give because I will say like for my house, I knew that I didn't want to live in it forever. When I first bought it, I didn't build my house, but I knew like, this isn't my dream home. I knew that it was a starter home and it was very charming. That was one of the first words that came out of my mouth when the real estate agent showed it to me. I said, oh, this is charming because it had double fireplace. Like it was one fireplace, but it was double sided. So it was just a nice layout and I really, really liked it. Very cozy. cozy. Yes, very cozy. And I was like, this is where I can see myself like living for the next five years. 
But then I think I only lived in it in three. And then I moved into my house that I currently have now because I had my little girl. So I had like uh, my Lily. So then we decided to move to a bigger home. Uh, but for the starter home, again, I knew that it was only going to be temporary. So I was flexible and like, oh, it doesn't have to have everything, especially because my budget wasn't very high at the time. It was just myself, like just me. So I was like, okay, what can I afford? Like, what are my must haves? Like, what are things I can overlook? Like the kitchen, for example, my kitchen in my first home was very outdated but I knew I could overlook that because I was only planning on being there for a certain amount of time. And I made renovations. Like I renovated a restroom and did like renovations here and there, up, upgraded all the appliances. So it's like, keep that in mind too. Like, okay, what things can you live with? What things do you need extra money? Um, since the house wasn't as expensive, but you may have to do a little bit of upgrades to like the appliances or the AC unit. There's things that you kind of have to keep in mind, but knowing your budget is going to be very helpful because it's what's going to help you also like understand, have a better understanding of how much money you need to save for your down payment. I love and that. then, yeah. And I'll just add to the down payment to saving is one of the things that I did every single time that I bought it. Well, I've only bought in a house twice, but both of the times that I bought the house, I, uh, looked at my bank statements and I was like, well, literally like trimming down, like what was wasteful, like looking at it and saying like, oh, I have like a membership for this gym, like two years ago that I've never used like this year, like that needs to go and then going through each like item by item. So that way I could really maximize the amount of money that I was making and trying to save as much as I can, or even like accounts. Like if I had like Netflix and I wasn't using it, then it's like scrap. I was like, I was very diligent about that, like printing out my statements and then like highlighting them and figuring out, okay, what are memberships? What don't, what don't I use? What can I trim down? That was very, very, very helpful. I would say like, even once a year, you should do that. Even if you're not buying a home, because yeah. I know like sometimes we don't even you, know what sneaks in there. The, the, treat, the free trial and then you forget yeah. and you don't even know that they're charging you. It's crazy. So yes, yeah, that's true. There's a uh, look into that, but another big one is to know your location. So especially if you're moving to a big giant city, you have to know where your work is and how long it takes you to commute because you have to take into consideration traffic. So I know in San Antonio mm -hmm. that um, when I looked up where my job was, it said it was 20 minutes, but oh my goodness, it would take oh, me no. about an hour with traffic just to get home. So oh. you know your location and you know how long we'll maybe even do like a test run like okay let me drive from during uh at whatever time I'm getting out of work let me make the drive just so you can kind of see how much it how long it actually takes and that way you can make better judgment as to where where to purchase your home which location so um I remember Laura when she purchased her home in I don't know if it was here in Dallas her husband worked um in a certain area and she worked in another remember that and so mm -hmm. met in yes the right yeah we were looking for locations that were equal amount of driving time for him and for me so there was like a section right in between us that we were really looking at and we focused on it and we told our 
real estate agent at the time, like, please look at these, um, like cities, like we're looking at the specific cities. And it was because it seemed like the, you know, midpoint for both of our jobs, because if we went, so our jobs are an hour away from each other. So we were like, okay, that's not going to work. Like, I don't want him to commute an hour every day. And he didn't want me to commute. So we met in the middle, literally, (laughs) we met in the middle and our house now is 30 minutes away. Even our second house, like our first house was 30 minutes away. And our new, like now house is also 30 minute away drive for both of us. So it, uh, with traffic, with traffic to your point, like we, that is like our 5 PM, like getting out of work, like 30 minute drive, no traffic, 20 minutes. So yes, the traffic is so important. And I would even say like, if you don't want to do the, like the drive itself, because for whatever reason, or maybe you're not even in the city that you want to buy the house, then just Google, um, Google, what is it like when you do the maps, like Google map it, but on the busy times. So like six o'clock, for example, like look at the, look at your place of work and then look at the city that you're going to live in. And then like Google maps it because it's going to live map it. So it's going to tell you like, what's the commute when it's, um, the commute, for example, six o'clock traffic. That's a good time. Five and six o'clock. Yes. (laughs) The rush hours are a good time to look at the commute because, and that's real, like that's real time that you're getting it versus like, oh, I'm going to search it like at, I don't know, like at 11 a.m. in the morning, like a random time. The other thing we did to make sure that we were like, you know, in a, safety was a big deal for us. So like one of the things that we did for both homes is we drove through the neighborhood at night on a Saturday. Like it was, we literally just got in our car and then we were like, let's literally drive down the neighborhood, like where this house is at. And let's try not to have like our radios were off, our windows were rolled down and we wanted to hear like how peaceful the neighborhood was or if it was like rowdy or if there was still people like walking around. And I think we went like at eight or 9 PM just to check out like the neighborhood on a weekend. And it was so quiet and peaceful. And we were like, okay, this feels like, this feels like a safe neighborhood. Like there's not a whole lot of activity after hours. <laughs> so that's the one that's where we are now. But I think that was a good tip. And we heard that tip from someone else. Like we didn't come up with it. Somebody else told us to do that. That's so we did. I didn't yeah. do that, but mm-hmm. we got lucky. We live in a nice <laughs> neighborhood. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, definitely know that timeline. So again, when we purchased our very first home, we were living in a, an apartment because it was just my husband and I we had just gotten married and um, we knew the date that our lease was going to be up. So we um, let our uh, real estate agent know that. So that man, I'm telling you, the one that the, our real estate agent in San Antonio, he worked so hard to get us the date to align. So that way we didn't have to pay um, for the apartment um, monthly fee and then our uh, new home mortgage so he aligned those dates for us so again that could be a good tip mm-hmm. like talk to your real estate agent and make sure that you see if there's a way that y'all can align the time that that your lease is up or and the time that you're actually going to move it into your home yeah that's a great point because I remember that I read 
reached out to my real estate agent a month before I wanted to buy. And I, and I told her like, I'm not going to be like in the Dallas area until a month from now. And she's like, okay, reach out to me when it's closer because (laughs) going back to the timeline, like the similar to now, but not as bad as now, but the market was hot also. Um, I, my company like headquarters relocated. And so a lot of other companies like headquarters relocated to to the Dallas area. So the market was hot too, when I came here and she knew that people were like putting offers down the same day that they were looking at the house. So she knew like on, based on your timeline, if you're telling me you're not going to, you're not planning on moving here until one more month then she recommended like waiting more because what was going to happen is that I was going to find a house that I liked and I wasn't going to move into it. Like I was not going to put an offer. I wasn't going to put an offer until like, um, you know, when I was getting closer to move. So she recommended like just when you're ready closer to when you're coming because the market is hot, like then come. And then that's what we did. And don't get discouraged. Oh my goodness, you all like, this is one of the best tips I have because my little heart broke. There was a house that we put an offer and like, I saw my whole future in that little house. I was like, Oh, I'm going to have like a kid here. Like I have, this is a room for one kid. This is a room for another kid. Like I put down my offer and the real estate agent from that house was like, Oh yes, you know, we're going to approve it. Like the owners are excited. And then at the end they got multiple offers and they went with another offer. And I was so devastated because they had like verbally told me that like, oh yeah, you know, things are looking really good, but then I didn't get it. And then I put in an offer three more times and I didn't get them until I found my charming home. I know, but everything happens for a reason. Yes, I agree. No, the same thing happened in San Antonio when we're looking at our, our looking for our very first home, we could envision our entire life in all these like mm-hmm. move-in ready houses. And then that we kept getting, Oh, you know, they got a, a higher offer, higher offer. So we're like, you know what, let's yeah. build, let's just build it. Yeah. How we want to, we want the house to look and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Much, especially I was, it, it was very stressful y'all because I was, it pregnant. is stressful. <laughs> oh yeah. Even pregnant. worse. And yeah. I'm like, I'm on a timeline here. Like my baby's coming. I need to get this together. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Don't get discouraged. It's part of the process. Don't don't put all your like hopes and dreams in one home like I did the first time. That was a learning point for me for sure. The second time, like Alice said, like everything happens for a reason. Like we had put in an offer and it turns out like they never got back to us for like a week. The real estate agent that was selling the house like went on vacation like out of the country. (laughs) Yeah, it was like the like like craziest thing. Like my real estate agent was so professional. She was just like, that is not supposed to happen. Like (laughs) like you don't just leave and like not like delegate your work to anyone. Find a reliable real estate agent. Remember that. Yes. Give them all the information up front every 
to the tiniest detail because you just never know. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely no. The mine was, but this uh, this house that I was buying. But in the meantime, while they were getting back to us, I wasn't. We weren't sitting waiting because I had learned my lesson of like don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Like keep looking because you don't know if the if the offer is going to go through. So we kept looking, and then that's when I found the home that I'm in now. Like this beautiful house, great location. Like it was the same amount, better location, like better inside. Like, oh, I love my current house. Like you can ask my husband. I tell him every time we like walk by it, it's right next to a lake. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. But anyways, everything happens for a reason. While this guy was out from this other house, was out there on vacation, it gave me the opportunity to keep looking and I found this home. And this is a home we put in an offer. And going back to the timeline piece, so important because they were buying another house. It, it's like dominoes. It's like they were buying another house from someone else. Someone was buying our house. So then the timings of it, the, we asked, we like rented out our old house for free from the person that bought our house so that, that we could stay it, like we could stay there while this house was getting ready. So like we all worked with each other, like the people that were selling the homes and my real estate agent was like, this has never happened. Like everyone's being so nice. Like they're letting you stay in their home. You're letting these people, like the people that I bought this home, stay in your home. She's like, everyone is just like working so nicely. <laughs> she was like, I've never seen this before. Yeah, no, so it was just like beautiful. Nowadays, I had a friend who recently moved and she had to pay rent. Like she had to pay them rent yeah. for her, oh, rent well. at her designated yeah. time because things happen and things get delayed because again, you're waiting. It's a waiting game. You're waiting on them and they're waiting on someone else. So, mm -hmm. uh, so yep. respect and, and you just have to, you know, brace yourself for the unexpected because it does happen, but just know that everything's meant to be, and you're going to end up in the home that you were meant to be in and create lots of memories. So just break mm -hmm. yourself <laughs> and stay strong during all those challenging times. Yeah. And find a good real estate agent, as you told them, because they, they put their little hearts and souls into their jobs to try to make you as happy as they can. And they really do. Like mine, what I loved about her was her negotiation style. Like she was so good when it came to negotiations and trying to get like me the best negotiate, like the best deal for this house. So know your and also get recommendations. Like if you're brand new, don't have a clue, like get recommendations from friends and family, like that they can recommend someone for you. If you absolutely have no idea, of course, going online too, you can always read reviews also. Yeah. So that's another option. That's what I had to do the first time I bought a home because I, I didn't know anybody from the area. So I, I ended up having to like, you know, find them on my own. And we were, we were able to look for it. And yeah, and when you do find, when you are looking for your, for your new home, just um, again, think of what is going to be best for your family's needs. So again, I have two kids and as we were looking, I kept looking for a playroom. I said, there has to be a playroom. That was one of my must-haves because these kids in the living room <laughs> had all their toys. So our living room was a playroom in, at our old house. So I'm like, we have to have a playroom. And there was one house right before I saw the one that I, that 
didn't have it. And I was about to say, you know what? Yeah, let's just take the house. It doesn't have a playroom, but, and then the next day, um, we found this one. I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is perfect about it. There's a yep. room they can play in. Um, yeah. the same amount of the same amount too. And it was more square footage. So I said, yes, yep. let's just do it. Um, again, just envision your family in there and make sure that it fits the needs of your family and, and just keep looking. If you don't find it, keep looking because there has to be. Um, but again, if you're in a tight, tight timeline, just find a reliable real estate agent and make sure that you give them all that information. I remember when we were moving from San Antonio over here, we were contemplating, should we take the fridge or should we buy a new fridge? Should we take the fridge? And we said, you know what, let's just leave it. Like we left it at our, at our old home and we said, let's just leave it there. We'll just figure it out when we get here. Well, it turns out that um, we mentioned that to our real estate agent. We're like, I wonder if they're we're leaving the fridge. Like it was a tiny little detail that I didn't mm -hmm. think they were going mm -hmm. and they left it. So you just yeah. never know. You just never know. Just give them all your, your must haves. And if you find a really good, reliable one, they'll make it happen for you. <laughs> yeah. And I will say like, prioritize like your list can be like crazy long but say like okay like Alice said like her must-have was the playroom so that was probably like one of her top three so think about that like okay if you know list is what you want and what you're hoping to get but worst case like top three like list them in order and then really think it through and say okay this is what I must have because that's what your real estate may they may not find like absolutely check off every single thing but they are going to like try their best to get as much as they can but they will so much appreciate it if you give them a priority like for me it was the location like this area I'm looking at this area because again of our jobs like we both needed to have the same amount of commute so we had very specific areas in mind so that was my number one but everything else in between like we weren't as strict about and then we, you know we did end up finding the home so hopefully you all will find your dream home uh as well i know and I you guys will be that um i wanted to say that L laura came up with a really good idea in order to make <laughs> that happen for you do you want to share what that is yes we want to give one lucky winner the book that helps me navigate through the process which is the book that i talked about earlier buying your first home so we want to hear from you all through our Instagram. We know that we connect with you all through there. So we're going to do like a message us if you want to be a part of the raffle. And then we'll go ahead and get this buying your first home book to someone because it was so helpful for me. And I know it's going to be so helpful for you, especially if, again, if you have no awareness of the process, like it takes you and don't overwhelm yourself by trying to read it all out from the very beginning, just go through it as you're going through the process. Another thing that we wanted to do for you all, because we know that we shared a lot of our tips and our experiences, but we are also, we are also very aware that we're not the experts, is that we wanted to ask you to, through a poll, so be on the lookout for that, coming up this week, we wanna ask you if you want us to have on our next episode, 
or an episode in the future, a real estate agent that comes and speaks about the technical process. So like you guys have heard terms like escrow, for example, like going through escrow, what does that mean? What is a good down payment percentage for a home? Like those closing super costs, technical questions. All those things. <laughs> yes. Closing costs. Like what is closing costs? Like that's very technical. And also like, like Alice said, her and I bought our homes like three years ago. So things have changed. So we also don't want to like misinform you. So we have someone who's a real estate agent. They'll really be able to answer those very technical questions at the present time. So if you're interested in that, Yep. Let us know. Answer the poll through our Instagram. We'll post it several times. So that way, if you don't see it one day, (laughs) that's right. At Driven Latinas. Yes. Don't forget our Instagram, our Instagram account. All right. And don't forget, Somos Hermanas. And together we are Driven Latinas.